Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. All right, bros, what is up? It is time again for, um, yet again, a substitute uh, working interferences host. And yet again, because I lack creativity, it's my brother Clint. Hey, the guest host so nice, you brought him back twice, right? Yeah, in in a row. Yeah. (laughs) Or he had no one else available. It's pretty much uh, beggars can't be choosers. (laughs) This this uh, is true. (laughs) <laughs> that's what most women tell me when they uh you know, ask them out yeah. so and and they uh it is what it is right. you know do they take um do they take a check or a credit card or how's you know these days work? they prefer bitcoin for some reason okay they don't even right. want a paper trail so yeah go figure it's good good um so tis the season are you working um all through the rest of the month, I'm always curious. Some some people take the week between Christmas and New Year's off, and some people <laughs> work. What are your thoughts? What are you doing? Uh, this year, I am the, the office I'm working at. It's a place in a town called Cleelum, Washington. Uh-huh. The way the way it works out, I, I work Wednesday through Friday there, and Christmas this year being on Friday, Christmas Eve is on Thursday. They had me just working that Wednesday and. Uh, the guy I work for asked if I can work earlier in the week, so I said I I would. But mm. it it seems to I don't know. Even when I think I have everything nailed down, it seems it's almost like working on Saturdays or trying to work Saturdays because uh-huh. people were excited. They're trying to get end of the year benefits, um, and then the days were sparsely scheduled. And so I think now now that what they're doing is. Um, after Christmas, rather than coming back that Monday, so that'd be what the twenty the twenty eighth. I'm come okay. back just the 29th and the thirtieth, and they're just trying to stack those two days rather than just having some people here and some people there. Is it going to be worth it? I mean, you're paid on production. Are you going to be doing just nothing but crown seats? Uh, I think so. Uh, today I had five or six crown preps that are supposed to be able to get back by then, by end of year. Do you have a daily minimum? Like, Because if you produce absolutely nothing, is it even worth getting out of bed? No. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I'm trying to emphasize uh, even just a, a prepayment, even a patient portion to uh-huh. make sure that patients to me what, are more likely to show up when they've paid well, something. you told so. me that you were getting resistance from the office manager there that uh, – you know, you, you have all these no shows and they were just going to charge like 20 bucks for uh, a no show fee. And, and all it ever makes me think of is that part in Freakonomics in Israel, the daycare center mm-hmm. that charged 20 bucks and the, the, the late arrival skyrocketed. And it's not that it doesn't work. It's that the 20 bucks is too low. It doesn't hurt. Right. Well, I think they even talked about it having higher. But even if I got paid a percentage of that late fee, it's not worth it. And I find that, I, generally speaking, people are more likely to show up if they've already paid something toward it. Um, yeah. Usually, the appointments that people tend to show up on consistently are crown seats. They've already paid usually their portion. Yeah. The work's been done. Uh, so I prefer, even if it's just 10% of their out-of-pocket rather than a threat of a late fee. But... You know, the scenario yeah. you're bringing up in Freakonomics is there was this daycare, if I'm remembering this correctly, uh-huh. in which they needed people to pick their kids up at 5 o'clock. And people uh, were late. Yeah. So they, they made a nominal fee. It might have been $20, $50. Maybe it was closer to 20 to where people mm-hmm. are thinking, oh, great. I can go to the gym after work. I'll pick them up at 6. I'll pick them up at 7. and Because yeah, it's worth 20 bucks. Right, right. Well, then when they finally said, like, look, no, you just – no late fee, no anything. You have to pick your kids up by five. And at that point, people were used to being able to pick up late. They were pissed that things had changed and they left the daycare and went to another daycare. And sure enough, that daycare had a strict cutoff, five o'clock, you know, no exceptions. Um, mm-hmm. 
Which is funny because I'm sure you've had an employee. Have you ever had anybody leave your office because they were mad about something you're implementing? And then they go <laughs> um, to another office. Like a million? Well, and they go to another office. <laughs> Have I had anybody leave? And the Come on. very thing that, that you <laughs> were uh, imposing or trying to like, hey, this is what we got to do. The other office does it tenfold. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. So there's a, there's a lot of things. I mean, a lot of the stuff isn't for me just reading uh, some, some guy's philosophy. It's a lot of the stuff you just kind of learn on your own because – didn't you learn this yourself when you first started out, uh, when you took over for Bob that yeah, um, yeah. he had a, a, an after-hours fee of 75 bucks, hours and fee. people are like, sweet, I'll just come on Friday when he's not working, and it's just me and the doctor. <laughs> and you're like, fuck yeah, that. Yeah, and so then I, I, I progressed slowly. So then I made it 100 bucks, and it still didn't really change things. And so then I made it 200 bucks. I didn't really change much and finally made it 400 bucks. It had to be paid in cash. You, I said you had to go to the ATM first on the way there so that you gave me, you know, four <laughs> hundreds. And uh, then suddenly people are like, oh, well, wait a minute. So, I mean, it's been years since I've gone in on a weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's not true. Every once in a while. I'll, I'll, I'll let them know. Normally it's 400 bucks to get me to leave my family and drive an hour to, to get to the office to, to help you out. But I like you so much, or it was something I predicted that was probably going to be a post-op complication or something. So I've, I have gone in, but it's really been mostly my choice. Mm -hmm. Uh, but when I get phone calls on a weekend, uh, well, normally I just let it go to voicemail and I ignore them for several hours and then I call them back and then I say, okay, well I can meet you at the office. Um, but if there's an after hours fee or I can, or if you can wait till Monday, uh, I can see you just about any time. And, and usually when they find out it's 400 bucks, I usually don't even have to bother telling them that, yeah, go to the ATM on the way. There was one person that did do that. And, um, so they, yeah, they paid the 400 bucks and uh, I, I was happy to gain, <laughs> get a couple 400 bucks to buy dinner and dinner and a movie with the wife oh, yeah. kind of thing. Well, and that way for them, you know, for sure they, they really want to be seen or need to be yeah. seen. Well, it's kind of like if someone calls up and says, oh, I have an emergency. I need to be seen. And you say, okay, how soon can you get there? And they're like, oh, well, I can't come right now. Well, <laughs> right. you know, right there. <laughs> Fuck you. It's, it's, it's not an emergency. Now, if someone's thinking that $400 is too high, there is a company called Emergency Dental Care USA. I used to work uh-huh. for them on the weekends and on holidays. Just uh-huh. to be seen, exam and x-ray is about $400. Um, uh-huh. and an emergency yeah. room is not going to know what the hell to, to do. So, exactly. Um, so, so it's, it's not, pretty comparable. When I tell it to people, they're like, oh my God, you're, you, you're such an asshole. Why would you do that? I, I actually care for people. And that's when I say, get, get your virtual signaling out your ass, you piece of shit. Uh, the 400 is, is absolutely fair. Because I mean, honestly, it's, I say it sarcastically, but what is it worth your personal time to leave your wife and daughters and, and things? It's, the 400 is fair. Yeah. Oh, Absolutely. It's kind of like I said, or put differently, if I said, Lance, I'll give you 50 bucks if you just hang out on your office, at your office on a Saturday, or you uh-huh. can stay home or just do what you want. You'd say, well, fuck that. I don't keep your 50 bucks. Same <laughs> exactly. kind of thing. So, and is to your point or to your original question about December, mm-hmm. this is also the month that always just pisses me off too. Cause I remember my first year being open, uh, uh-huh. it was just dead beginning of December. And then mm-hmm. all the people that had dogged me earlier, all of a sudden, end of the year, they're they're wanting uh-huh. to get in. And then, of course, you're the asshole for not trying to to help them get their benefits. Uh, yeah, you know, use people by end of the year, and you're thinking, hey, you should have showed up on time or just at all yeah. in October or when I presented yeah. this in June. So I'm almost yeah, I- I'm to the point. It's almost like, hey, you know what? To hell with it. I'm just gonna shut down between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah, I, I'm shutting down. I, I've I've done, um, I've even worked New Year's Eve, worked a guy in because uh, it was busy. A lot of people want to come in um, and it, it still ended up being the hero becomes the victim. You know, his insurance paid and we warned him. He said, look, your insurance pays on the seat, not the prep. And so we're, we got this tooth that's broken. And I can fix it, but they're not going to pay the whole thing. And, and then I'm the asshole. So finally it became such a thing that I'm like, you know, it's, it's not even worth it. As soon as we close for Christmas, we're just not coming back till uh, the Monday after New Year's. And uh, so this year, we're going to New Orleans. Perfect. And, yeah. and didn't you even get a uh, like a shit Yelp review on somebody that showed up last day of, of the year? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so here's this, this 
crazy woman, my very first Yelp, I didn't even know what Yelp was, but I had a Google alert for my name. And so I'm up at a ski resort and skiing with the family and my phone vibrates. I look at it and it says, you got this one star Yelp review. I'm like, what the fuck? And it was this woman who had come in and this is where any younger dentists that don't know this yet, the seasoned dentists know this, patients lie. So mm-hmm. they come in and whatever, no matter what they said, it's, it's foolish. It's like the, that thing where they say, they, the dentist put his knee on my chest right. to put, extract a tooth. No, no dentist has ever done that. So shut up, you, you lying sack of shit. So this woman comes in and it's, it, it's the end of the year. And she says, look, I've got $2,000 worth of insurance and uh, it hasn't been used, so use it up. I said, okay, well. And she had all these, everything that she had going wrong wasn't simple. We're talking crowns or big things that there's going to be an out-of-pocket expense. Her insurance is going to pay towards it, but only a percentage. Nothing was going to be 100% out of uh, insurance covered. So I told her, I said, and, and then she says, uh, by the way, I have $2,000 insurance, but I have no money of my own. I've got nothing. Uh, and I'm like, okay, well, you've got like, it was like eight crowns and a couple of them were probably going to go endo. And I said, okay, well, you've got a lot to do, but you don't have anything that your insurance will pay for 100%. She goes, well, you don't understand. I don't have any money. And I said, okay, well, there's nothing for us to do that won't require something out of pocket. Now we have, we work with companies that will, you know, care credit and all the different things that can um, help make payments for you. But I'm paid in full before we start. And, and I had a history of this woman where she wasn't good for the money. It wasn't like she was worth a risk or anything like that. So I knew she was a deadbeat. And yet she, she got mad that she had pain. And uh, she was the kind of person that she knew uh, on more than one occasion, she would fake toothache pain because she had MS and had pain things. And it was harder to get into her MD to get... Uh, Vicodin, but it was simple to go to a dentist and just have some phantom toothache. And I, I, when I was younger, I was a little bit more prone to just say, oh, okay, fine, here's some Vicodin. Um, so I, this, she was not my favorite person. So I was, of course, not going to bend over backwards to, to help. And she gave you a and shit so, Yelp review over that, right? Because oh, didn't she want yeah, you to write was, her MS prescription? Yeah, yeah. So she wanted... She wanted drugs easily and all this kind of stuff. So I get this review and it says that, you know, beware of going to this guy because I went to him and he said there was nothing wrong. But then I ended up going to another dentist that had a lot of things wrong, recurrent decay under work that Dr. Timmerman had done. And and I had only done a couple of things. Most of what was wrong with her was someone else's work, but she just didn't take care of herself. So mm-hmm. it doesn't matter who's at fault. I mean, it's her. And so it was her review is full of half truths. Well, originally Yelp only allowed you to have, they could write 2000 words, but we could only respond with 600 characters. Well, characters means, you know, spaces between Mm -hmm. words. And so, I mean, you really could only do like two or three sentences to respond. So I had edited my um, profile on Yelp to be able to address her indirectly. And so then she, she edited her, her thing to, respond to my response and it was it made her review look so insane that actually I don't think anybody would give that credit the only downside is that her one star still counts towards my overall star rating right right so so that part no matter what still sucks but I think anybody reading it will would have a good laugh and um, and it's just bullshit because she she uh, just had no money and and I'm not a subsidized state subsidized clinic. You know, right. you, you're going to be paying something at my office. Yeah, so. exactly. And I'm, I'm sure and most it, listeners. End of the year again. It was well, December. Right, so. When I saw your, uh, when I saw your review, that's just it. I'm like, shit. Lance is trying to work this person end of the year, and I got him a bunch of nothing and a one star review. So, yeah. so you're probably just feeling just as bitter about the end of the years. At least me, or at least yeah. the rest of us. Yeah. So I'm going to go hang out in Bourbon Street. Perfect. Hopefully it's still open. Which is funny because Holly had mentioned that, and I already on my own was thinking of trying to go down there for New Year's. Oh yeah, yeah. So well, if your plans change, you know where to find us at Cafe Du Bond, right? <laughs> Cafe Du Bond in the morning, but uh, Royal Sinesta Hotel right there in Bourbon Street. No, well there you go. Yeah. Bur- One of my favorites. I got to admit, Bourbon Street kind of scares me. It's it's a uh, it can scare a lot of people. People are very forceful there. It's, um, it's a. <laughs> true story when i was walking around bourbon street with the with the uh the ex the starter wife uh-huh. 
someone was like, oh, do you want a $20 shooter? Like, okay. And she puts a, a, a little shooter. It looks like a beaker right in her cleavage. And she just grabs my head and she goes, take them titties. Like, whoa, whoa, what the? And I, I was forced, nothing I could do other than slam, just drink this shooter of, you know, some, it's, it tastes like a jello shot. And then got up and I, I kind of like looked around mystified. I kind of felt violated. There's my, my wife right there. Like, okay. And well, then we kept walking. All right. And then we found a parallel street. So, <laughs> yeah. You got to yeah, be careful on Bourbon uh, Street. That place, uh, it's not for the faint of heart. No, not at all. At all. But it's still an awesome, awesome place. New Orleans is a lot of fun. It is. It is. Well, Clint, this is an advice show. It is? Apparently, that's what I've been told. (laughs) I'm not very good at it, but... uh, uh, (laughs) Me neither. But hey, anybody can be a guru these days. Haven't you seen? That's what I've been told. That's what I've been told. (laughs) So, um, I think I got some good good ones to to peruse or or um work on you do you give me a cheat sheet and some things are, are, are some some thinkers yeah there's things that make you go hmm so here here's one that uh we got oh i guess i'm supposed to do that uh that intro shit from that josh does um we answer your questions that we find on facebook groups we answer questions from reddit, 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 reddit. um we um <laughs> what else does he say uh we want your questions. It's the sustenance we crave. Sustenance we crave. Yeah. Uh huh. And we don't want just any boring old question, do we, Lance? Fuck no. We want the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. Do you think Gordon's going to be open between Christmas and New Year's? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think this is a safe bet. <laughs> yeah, he's so. probably like the the most difficult person to try to see uh, between yeah, Christmas and I New would- Year's. Do, do you think he has a, a, an expensive after-hours fee? You know, I wonder. You know what would really piss him off, though? Is call and say you're his home teacher or something, and you really need to see him. <laughs> <laughs> and then say, like, oh, by my, the way, I got a toothache. I got numbers to meet. I got the quota. Right, So right. it's the end of the month. And, so. and what we're talking about is just something. make it tr- sound church-related and then make yeah. it really a dental-related, which would be a total yeah. dick move, and I'm sure and somebody's common. done that at some point. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So question number one, um, got this on the, on Facebook, on the Facebook, uh, new patient end of the day has a lot going on, non-restorable teeth, fillings, scaling root planes, and discussed implants. Patient asked for a treatment plan in order to utilize this $2,000 dental benefit for the year. Yay. Asshole. The treatment plan (laughs) is signed. Afterwards, final treatment plan per discussion with doctor is entered. Patient schedules SRPs, fillings, and removal of three teeth. He signs consents, goes through everything, then final treatment plan is shown after teeth are removed and is upset at costs for implants. Now he's upset. He voices he was not in pain and now has missing teeth and feels forced to make a decision on replacement. If it helps, number three, gross carries below bone, four, root tip, and 19, reinfected endo with large post and carries. I felt the final treatment plan was not presented prior to removal of teeth and our final our, and our office should eat the costs and get this guy some teeth. My associate and office manager feels the patient is taking advantage of us. What are your thoughts? So Clint, what do you think about someone who gets a treatment plan, is signed informed consent, have been talked about everything, mostly, and then feels this way? <laughs> I have a couple thoughts on this. Um, okay. Start with number one. Well, this is why even let's let's pretend I'm outsourcing the implants. Let's, let's say it's a sinus lift or something I don't want to okay. do. Yeah. I'm going to restore uh-huh. it. Yeah. I try to at least get a guesstimate of what that is going to cost the specialist. I don't know their fees, but Mrs. Uh-huh. Jones, it's going to be about in this range. And then here's where our what our fees will be for the abutment or the extraction or whatever it is we're going to be doing. So that way they can try to get a broad picture of the whole thing. Uh huh. At the same time in reading this, it sounds like these teeth needed to go anyway, or they needed, right. They right. needed treatment anyway. And I've had patients before where sometimes they've said, I can only afford to work on one tooth but everything hurts or something hurts. Maybe it's this area. And, and maybe 18 and 19 look like they need endo. 
and uh-huh. maybe they respond more to the other. Like, hey, let's let's work on this tooth. I think this is it. It might be that. And I, I've tried to be like, I need you to understand, even if we treat this tooth, let's say it's non-restorable. Let's say we take it out and the other one hurts. That that needed to be dealt with anyway. It could have been both. Because I, the thing you don't want is the patient to say, well, hey, you took out the wrong tooth or you did treatment that was unnecessary. Right. And so, I, I, I mean, and I've, I've even... Hell, even an endodontist that I had worked with in Colorado, great guy, very competent. Uh, two and three look like they both are going to need endo. We treated three, then he needed to uh-huh. treat number two. Patient came back to me and thought, "Oh, did he do the wrong tooth?" And I, I, I was a hundred percent talking up how, "Hey, no, both treat both teeth look like they probably needed root canals." He put out one fire, now he's going to take out the second. And then the endodontist uh-huh. called me, and he felt bad for some reason. And mm-hmm. he still wasn't going to charge him for the other root canal. Okay, fine. Do what you need to do. But um, the endodontist is absolutely in the right. And I definitely wasn't throwing him in the, under the bus. And so it's the kind of mm-hmm. thing where, yeah, I try to give the broad picture as best I can. But at the same time, um, it wasn't like they placed an implant and then didn't know the cost of the abutment and the crown. And then they right. and then they're like, well, if I knew that was the, the additional cost... I wouldn't have placed this implant in the first place. I would have just done a, you know, flex partial or something for the area. So. Right. Yeah. I don't know. So there, there's a couple things that, that, so it sounds like this person is a practice owner because he said my associate and office manager. Mm-hmm. So he's probably a practice owner. So I'm a little surprised this person is willing to just throw a bunch of money at this person because, the other, the other one aspect of the, that always comes back to me is uh, having helped with legal cases and 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 bunch of other stuff. What it was it legal or or board complaints and things. Anytime you give money back to a person in the legal realm, this is an admission of guilt. Right. So it means you did something wrong. Even if you're just trying to be the nice person and be the take the higher road and and be helpful or or magnanimous or any of those, the fact that you're giving money back. Attorneys view that as you're admitting you're wrong. And I don't think that they're totally wrong. I think they missed a couple things here. Like they didn't, apparently, it, it appears like they didn't talk about the cost of the implants. They talked about the cost of the extractions and the cost of the right uh, other stuff. They didn't talk about how much the overall thing. And I'm a big proponent of the big picture. Yep. How much is it going to cost in, in the in the whole thing to do it right? Give them the chance to say yes to the best. Um. So if we're going to talk about the right thing, you know, $30,000, well, and then when they freak out about the cost, now we're going to start talking about compromise, plan B. And maybe we're not talking implants. We're not talking things. But at least they they knew that it was going to be a big investment to start with. So this person apparently felt bait and switch, I think probably is a good way to describe it. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I could see making a, some sort of financial concession. I I, I don't think we you you got to foot the bill for the whole thing. No, I don't think so either. Uh, so yeah, the, he felt the final the treatment plan was not presented prior to removal. Okay, maybe that doesn't mean give him an all in four for no charge. Right. I mean, at this point, you can still say, "Hey, Mrs. Jones, sorry for the confusion. Here are some alternative well, options that you know or that." that what what I found was really really interesting is sometimes I'll look at a patient and just say, "Mrs. Jones, what would you, what what would make it right?" And when I'm thinking total refund, they're like, "Oh, give me a hundred bucks." <laughs> Shit, there's there the patient's solution is way better than what I was thinking. So I'm absolutely going to jump on all all over their their thought their solution. I'm only laughing because you you told me this years ago, and then I went back to my office and I tell my friend. You know, my front desk, uh, my office manager slash financial coordinator, and I was like, hey, uh-huh. Nicole, don't offer the farm if that's something they're looking for. Like, this is what my brother uh-huh. was telling me. And sure enough, you know, what are you looking for? And maybe it was just like, do you have a Sonicare you could give me or a fluoride or uh-huh. something? Like, oh, yeah, sure. Here, take two. You know, like- <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking a, a $10,000 refund <laughs> right. and they're thinking like a, a $500 gift certificate. And like, fuck, I'll take that 500 But if you sure. lead with... 
well, hey, Mrs. Jones, would yeah. you like a $10,000 refund? They're probably not going to say no. They'll so, take it. Right. Shit, I'll take it. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> don't offer the farm if they're only looking for a pig. Exactly. Don't fuck the pig. So, um, well, yeah. <laughs> ask Mr. Hands. Uh, of course, he has to be anyway. from Claw. Anyway. Yeah. That, that was a horse. Right. Totally different story. True, true. true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Question two. Or is it two or three? Fuck. I think it's two. Do you know? Well, number one was ended up just kind of being our banter. So it's... Uh, that doesn't count. Right. Exactly. So it's two. This is number two. All right. So, um, Nagma... I don't know how do you pronounce their name. We're going to go with Nagma. Um, advice, please. Did Endo on a lady? It was straightforward and easy. I like to sometimes chat as we work with my assistant. Nothing crazy, no politics, no religion, food, weather, etc. She wrote a nasty two-star review on how she didn't like that we chatted and got a headache from it. Normally, I don't care about the odd review, but she is coming back for another tooth. She wrote the review under the alias... We figured it was from the, her based on the spelling and the grammar. English is her second language and the timing of it. She clearly doesn't think we know it's her. Question is, do I say anything to her when she comes back? Do I go on pretending I don't know it's her? It's just such a cowardly move that I want to say something. Have you ever come into the, uh, this? Has this ever happened to you? I have. Um, see, I'm you kind too. of a weird guy that just comes up with asshole well an asshole too and mm-hmm. usually i'm just full of dad jokes uh okay. hell, even today thought of a couple that maybe even kevin fryer would like doubt it uh well yeah it's true but these are they're low-hanging fruit okay um but i've had patients multiple patients as i'm talking to the assistant talking to the patient it kind of puts them at ease it's it's like hey we're just kind of hanging out helping mm-hmm. you get through your treatment sure. but then every now and then you get the person that uh, actually, I guess I've only had this once or twice where it's, you know, they were just talking and they were talking about nonsensical things and TV shows. They must not have been focusing <laughs> on the treatment. I'm thinking like, you gotta be shitting me. But then I've had some where maybe I just wasn't talking and they're like, man, they were just pretty straightforward, just cut and dry. And that just all know, business, all business. And that created tension. You're like, shit, I can't, I can't yeah. win here. Where, where's the middle ground? But the thing that just pisses me off about this is uh, none of us like to have any like a you know shit Google review or Yelp review. But it sounds no. like she's gonna shit on the office and then come back. And rather than uh-huh. just have a talk, have a conversation, like, hey, mm-hmm. you know what really like help me out is if maybe you just didn't talk so much. If you guys just uh, you know let's just keep it quiet. Let me focus on me trying to. You know, keep calm during the appointment. You do what you need to do. Sure, well, fine. I have, a, I have a problem with people going straight to DEFCON 1. Exactly. When, how, how about you, you start baby steps? You, you got a concern with the organization. You got a concern. Um, that maybe they're in network and, and you, they're charging out of network fees and making you pay the difference. Well, rather than fucking call the, the insurance companies and say, hey, they're doing fraud. How about you contact the doctor? And see what's going on. And say, hey, I think that because they may not be aware of it at all, and it's easily fixed, right? Or, or there's something go- else going on that it's still within the realm of normal. You just don't like it, but it's still you can bill out this there's a second procedure, or something. supplemental codes, fees yeah. that are are totally yeah. legit. And maybe it's not per- because you've had this before, where you inundate people with codes, like whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. and you just like, look, here's the case fee. Your insurance yeah. will pay uh- X. Here's the fee. <laughs> uh huh. When it gets when it gets big, I'm a big fan of case fees. Look, it's it's thirty thousand dollars. It's all inclusive, whatever it takes. Uh, if I have a couple extra root canals that I didn't anticipate, fuck, I'll just take care of it. Right. Or things like that. I'm I'm a big fan of that because it just it makes it cleaner. Exactly. But I, I, I don't know. It's and this is how a lot of people are wired. I had a neighbor in in Iowa who I have two Shelties. They bark. Rather than uh-huh. during the day, let them outside, run around. Rather than knock on my door and say, hey, your dogs are bugging me. Uh, your bitches are loud. My bitches are loud. You got to keep your bitches in line. 
No, I, I got a notice from the city that, hey, the decibels from your dogs are going beyond five feet of your yard, which I'm thinking like, <laughs> yeah, wait, hang on. Are people having wait. a cone of silence around their property? Like, <laughs> I hear dogs all the time. But he never came and talked to me. Uh, it went straight to, we got to go to the authorities. And I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's, that's insane. I had a patient who I, I think it's probably less prominent now, but years ago, people didn't realize you could have uh, pop-up alerts and things. Mm-hmm. So this person, I did a crown prep or I did some something where they were coming back later and I got a bad review because something stupid. We're, we're like, it, I mean, honestly, I kind of like the review system. I like, I like this smile reminder thing because we get reviews, but it doesn't actually go public, but at least gives us a chance to reflect and maybe they're right. Sure. Something I need sure. to fix. Well, and this wasn't the case. This was just some bitch venting, and she had no idea that we knew. The moment she posted it, I got an alert on my phone, and I responded even. And um, she showed up the following week. It was something like she wanted to come in at at five five thirty, and you know we're we're the last appointment is four thirty, um, and. She made it sound like it was a bit emergency. It was, it was something. To, I was stupid. Anyway, she shows back up, and we're like, "Okay, great, you're here. Um, we won't see you unless you take down your the review you gave. You gave us a one star. I'm so I'm kind of actually surprised you're even here." And she's like, "Oh shit, you you saw that? Well, yeah, we saw that. So if you want to be seen, clearly you made it sound like I, only an idiot would be here, and yet you're here. So does that mean you're an idiot?" So, and so we refuse, I I refused to see her until she took it down. And then she's like, okay, so if I promise to take it down, you're going to see me. And I said, well, no, it's got to be taken down. And how do I know you're going to keep it down? You can always go right back and do it again. So ultimately I I just said, no, I I don't think you understand. Leave. I basically, (laughs) I said, get the fuck out. And so she, she left and I never saw her again. And and the review, luckily Yelp has a thing after about a week. If, if it's their first review and they've never done anything else, it just gets filtered away. So Mm -hmm. her review went away. So it worked out fine, but I didn't go out to the front and say, Oh, by the way, go fuck yourself. I'm surprised. But I know it's, it's normally, it it must've been like a Tuesday. So... (laughs) Tuesday's the day you just kind of keep it keep it calm, keep it chill. I'm a little more chill. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many times you've told me things like, "Man, you were thinking that." And you're like, "Oh no, I said that." Oh, oh, oh you did. Okay. Lance says what we all think but never yeah. say. <laughs> What's um, so funny is what many people when I tell them what things I've said and they're like, "No, you said you you were thinking that." And like, no, I said it. <laughs> yeah. No, the first time I saw the movie Happy Gilmore, I was like, "Holy shit, it's Lance." <laughs> <laughs> like when he was trying to get in the hole and then the guy's uh-huh. like, it's about time. And then he comes like, hey, it is about time. I mean, I wanted to have it go in the hole, but it just didn't. And then he punches him in the stomach, takes his shirt off and then gives it to his buddy. I'm like, hey, it's my brother. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, was, it reminds me, I was on a ski hill and, and some kid was reckless and, and like crashed into me. And so I took and fucking ski off of his bind. It took a, a released his bindings and threw a ski down the hill. <laughs> By the way, that person, it was me. No, no, no. It could have been. It would have been. It should have been. Me, it would have been both skis. I was with some girl I was trying to impress, and apparently it did not impress her. You know, in the movies, it always does. You know, if if you're there at the bar and someone offends your lady, and they stand up and like, you've spoken ill of my lady friend, and then like, you just go nuts on them. It works in the movies. In real life, I guess they don't like that. All I know is chivalry's dead. Yeah, okay? I guess. <laughs> well, the, going back to this question real quick. Okay, the yeah, thing that just back. if a patient's shitting on me, the office or whatever, I don't want to see them anymore. I don't right. have to see them. Well, the relationship it's based on trust. And they don't trust me. I, I've even said uh-huh. this. Mrs. Jones, I want you to have a provider you trust. If that's mm-hmm. not me, it's cool. I just think they need to go elsewhere. And then I've had it where they keep mm-hmm. trying to talk me into to staying. Like, no, 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 this is fine. That's fine. And then like, no, no, I really think it's bad. Hey, if you go go see this guy, usually it's some asshole. I don't, I don't care for. Like, yeah, let let you be yeah. someone else's problem. But no, I I've put up and dealt with too much to just try to bend over backwards and cater to these people. So hey, if you're not liking it, 
fine. I mean, the fact that like she's going to anonymously do this, adversely affect the clinic, and then come back, no, to hell with that. You know? Yeah. It, it, yeah I, I and we still don't have a good solution for uh, Google reviews and Yelp reviews, except for what Trey Parker and Matt Stone think. Remember what that is? No. Boogers and cum. Boogers and cum, that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. it's tried and true. Speaking of that. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, by the way, you, you didn't ask me what uh, dad jokes I thought of today. I was gonna. I was eventually going to get there. Oh, were but, you? Uh, what, what were your dad jokes? Go ahead and fill me well, in. Well, after I etched, and then you know this next step after etch when you're placing a composite, I was like, hey... What do you call your representative that gets you the best contract, but also you're feeling an emotional connection to? That's a bonding agent. <laughs> I could do better. That sucks so bad. It does. That is like, that, that reminds me of when you're a clone and you said something really stupid. And I said, do you uh, remember what I said? Yeah, you said you should go kill yourself. Go kill yourself. Yeah, that was just terrible. Hey, I'm going to one-up that. Hey, what, okay. what do you call a child molester that hangs out on the top of buildings? <laughs> Diddler on the roof. <laughs> Shit, do I need to edit this? What's wrong with Diddler on the roof? I don't know. Fact, it sounds anti-Semitic. I don't know. This is the episode title, Diddler on the Roof. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, but You're probably right. I, I, all the time, I can't help myself. Uh Hell, I, I That's had, what he said. If, uh, huh. <laughs> I had a patient. Her, uh, She was in high school. Her last okay. name was Gray. And I said, hey, you should take a self-portrait and then make diff- different colors of it, kind of like that Andy Warhol painting, and title it Fifty Shades of Gray. And she kind of gave me an odd look. And then when I mentioned this to Megan, she was like, what are you talking about? You can't tell a high schooler to name something after a sexually explicit book. And to me, I'm like, no, 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 it has nothing to do with that. The pun is in the title and this and that. I'm like, no, 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 you can't do that. I'm like, no, well, shit. But I'm always no, saying stuff like that. You, I think you're on a list someplace. Oh, absolutely. And you're, I'm pretty sure your your internet history is known to the authorities. Oh, if so, you look through like my Google search history, yeah, that right there. It's that's cause for suspicion. You know, it's really odd. Every time I go no. by city parks, especially in elementary schools, uh, someone will show up. Are, I'm like, sir, I we I don't think you're allowed around here, and I, I'm kind of confused. So I walk. Oh, uh, are you like banned like within five hundred feet of a Chuck E. Cheese? Yeah, I, I don't I don't get it. So I just get my white van, and I'm like, all right, and then I get some leftover Halloween candy. I go to offer it to kids. Yeah, yeah. That, you know, I get that it. from though, right? Mom. No. Do you know what mom does on her spare oh, time? Oh, Jesus. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and this is true. Oh, my uh, God. My mom drives to, she goes to Fred Meyer and she gets on one of the mm-hmm. electric wheelchairs and then she drives around and finds kids. And she's a school teacher and she loves, loves retired, kids. retired school, school teacher. teacher. And yeah. so she'll be like, hey, little boy, come over here. You can talk to me because your mom's there. And I'm like, mom, are you just freaking kids out? She, she's freaking me. So out. every time she's like, "What do you want to do?" and I'm like, "Okay, mom, I got a plan. I'll get on another electrical <laughs> wheelchair, <laughs> and we can corner them. I think we can get them in this corner, and that way they can go anywhere. You can you can talk to them all you want, but but she'll spend hours uh, doing that. I know. I keep telling her there's a uh, non creepy way of like volunteering at the local youth center, but yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> wow, Jesus. At this point, people are like, note to self, avoid the Timmermans. Yeah, yeah, we're we're now, oh, God. Keep your children away. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's move on. Okay. Let's, let's do another question. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Okay, here we go. Hello from George. Uh, disclosure, I'm a dental professional just looking for opinions about what best materials nowadays. I'm going to be worked on by a dentist who is basically family. Okay. So, I have some questions. Number one, I have a cavity, basically a small occlusal on number 31. I want to do an inlay on it, even though it is small. Is it worth it? Tooth number 31. 
Question two, my number 18 has a small or has a medium sized porcelain inlay, which is like 15 plus years old and has a couple of chips along the margin. I plan on redoing it, but what materials should I go for? Gold is what I want, but I have to see the lab costs, so it might not be an option. What is the second best inlay material nowadays? Tooth number 18. Question three. Also, which cement is best to use nowadays for inlay cementation? I would like something with fluoride-releasing properties. Thank you in advance. So, Clint, what do you first think of when you hear a question like there or a post like this? I think of... Something you told somebody that we know who called you, I think right before doing a, a veneer on a premolar, and like, how do you do this? <laughs> and I believe your answer was, take the fucking course. <laughs> and you're like, I went to yeah. LVI. Go, go. They will, they will walk you through it. They'll go over materials, scenarios, what to use and when and why, everything. Yeah. Not just a phone call five minutes before yeah. you're doing this thing. Because as you read this, yeah, to me, I'm like, this guy never, like, either A, pay Jesus attention to Christ. biomaterials or so, read yeah, any that, publications that come out. That was my first month. thought. So this person starts the, their post saying, disclosure, I'm a dental professional. And so right there is a little weird because when I see dental professional, I'm thinking dentist. But when you read the whole thing, you think, you must be the fucking worst goddamn dentist in the fucking world or you're not a dentist. Ah, uh, is this just like the assistant or something? So as I start reading, I think, oh, this is maybe an assistant. It's maybe a hygienist because it's George. So it's a dude. So a hygienist, most hygienists that I know, they know their shit. True. So so at first I was like, how did you miss this? So clearly in my mind, okay, you're clearly not a dentist because you wouldn't have said I'm a dental professional. You would have said just dent. You actually wouldn't have said shit. No, I don't say anything when I ask a question. I just say, (laughs) hey, what do you guys like to cement your gold crowns with? Exactly. Exactly. So this is a person in the industry, but who's the worst person in the industry? Anybody that's not a dentist. Right. Because they're just going to piss me off. They're going to second guess. You might be Karen the nurse that comes to the dentist to get their teeth oh, cleaned and Jesus. wants to fucking argue about every fucking minuscule. Just kill yourself, Karen. Yes. So, <laughs> all right. So question uh, uh, number one, I have a cavity, basically occlusal on 31. I want an inlay. What do you think about occlusal inlays? I, I you know, Honestly, I do direct. I feel like I've... Direct fucking goddamn composite. <laughs> right. I've, Jesus Christ. I mean, I, I've gotten better at the technique it should be fine can you do it i heard of somebody uses okay. a ceric for a buckle pit fine knock yourself wow. out what, do i do that fee? no <laughs> probably Fuck not no. enough <laughs> jesus so i mean okay how long does an occlusal composite last you know it, it, well honestly it, i don't know so tell me <laughs> no me neither i just it depends on the carries rate honestly, where it is how it's placed blah, i mean blah, if, blah. if it's just grooves and shit and it's like a glorified sealant it's gonna last really a long time um, and, and my my best answer long enough right so if you decide <laughs> you know what to ron spend, jackson's answer is when they're like hey how long no. is this gonna last me is it gonna last till i die and he's like i don't know when do you how long do you think you'll live <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking know. No, but seriously, so it, I can do an occlusal composite for I don't know, hundred bucks, two hundred bucks. Let's. Uh, I don't I have no idea what the average fee. I don't even know what my fee is. Let's just say a hundred bucks. How much is a fucking inlay if you're going to do gold or Empress or Emacs or anything? A lot more. Your 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 lab fee is going to be hundreds of dollars. More than that, uh, yeah. One to two hundred dollars. So let's just say, just be nice. So, but you're you're going to charge the patient thousand dollars, okay? Round round numbers. Is it ten times better than that occlusal direct that you just did? Because the occlusal composite probably might last 10, 15 years. That inlay of wet porcelain or gold might last might last the rest of their life. But is okay. it worth ten times the fee? Well, especially this is like a you're doing a a you know family member a solid. No. Uh-huh. Do that God, then. Do the inlay in 15, 10, 15 Oh, years. just so you know, I'm fucking charging you full price if you ever come see me, you asshole. No. Okay. No. Yeah. Fine. I'll go see Josh. Might as well. I've already, already brought a staff the pizza. the to San Antonio. <laughs> I don't know if I scared them. I was... Uh, 
You, yeah, you, you scare small woodland shit. I scare creatures. everyone. For some so, reason, I've made it yeah. a thing to show up at people's offices in just, uh, you know, a unitard. So, yeah, and I, I make yeah. it a thong. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. He'll take right. me in. No, but yeah. honestly, I mean, this is, uh, here's another thing, too. Uh, I think I learned this uh, the very first year I was at clinic in dental school. Don't treat friends and family. Because hmm. even uh, Megan, I actually, I don't care about, I, I, I don't care about throwing her under the bus now. Um, oh, she'd hear her. me bitch and moan about patients no showing. And then I had her schedule for something and she shows up an hour late. Well, guess what? My chair is gone. I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, fuck you. Well, I, I didn't think it mattered. I, I, you know, I'm related to you now. I'm your wife. Yeah, be here on time. Don't you hear me complain all the time? Yeah, no. Jesus Christ. I would have hey, divorced whatever her then. Whatever can go wrong is going to go wrong. You're given this discount. It, it's just, it's uh-huh. better to just keep it professional and keep it like with people. Yeah. You, you can keep that doctor patient relationship. Jesus. Your exactly. patients I, need I tell, to know you as I tell my Timberman. friends and family, don't even bother coming to me. I don't want to be your dentist. And they're like, what? And I was like, I don't, I don't want to take your, take away your ability to complain. Yeah, exactly. So, so well, number two has a medium sized porcelain inlay, which is like 15 years old, a couple chips along the margin. I plan on redoing it. What material should I go for? Okay. So medium sized porcelain. Inlay. So here it's, it still sounds occlusal. Sure. What's, what's the difference between a small occlusal and a medium occlusal? A millimeter? Right, is that to say? I don't know. You take a little bit more out, like not it's, much. It's still the fucking same goddamn thing, right? And then as you, I mean, pe- <laughs> until you go Gold over a I, cusp or something, right? And then until it becomes yeah, now it's, now it's an online. Yeah. So gold is what I want, but I have to see the lab costs. Okay, seriously, how much? That's that's the thing. Now when I graduated dental school, gold was expensive, but it wasn't what the fuck it is now. Um. So to do a gold inlay still is probably going to be like, you know, 150 bucks plus the gold, which might be an extra 300, 400 bucks. Suddenly you have a $600 lab bill. Get the hell with that. Fuck or that. Do just talk to your buddy. Direct- be like, hey, man, if we're going to do this way, this is going to be some. Usually if they care about you, they're going to want to at least cover the lab cost. Yeah. And like, here you go. Well, now your lab cost is negligible if it's gold or just do something else. Mm-hmm. You know, do evacs. But seriously, I, I I've been shocked. I honestly, I years ago, I started doing you know composites, and I, I haven't done amalgam since year nineteen ninety nine, and I, I thought there's still there was a certain yes, there's a compromised durability. Things weren't going to last as long. Fuck this! I got some stuff that's still twenty years later. It still looks great. You do so, so. I can vouch Why? for that. Actually, twice this week. <laughs> can you? I, I can. One, and I'll admit this: you needed some help with hygiene. I came in. I did. Did some hygiene for you. It was awesome. I, one of your first. Actually, this is this is another question we can have. A, a, a patient that uh, she would have signed a release form, but someone that's been a, even on my wall in Iowa of just like different types of cases. You can do. <laughs> I saw her, but I think you did this years ago. At this point, decades uh-huh. ago. Things are holding up great. But then just today in Cleelum, uh, I met a patient for the first time. And uh-huh. uh, I'm like, yeah, you're going to see Dr. Timmerman. I used to see a Dr. Timmerman in Renton. So I went in there. Oh, and I already looked at the x-rays and everything. And like, well, he moved. He's someplace. He's, he's by a soccer field. It's Starfire <laughs> where the sounders are. I'm like, oh, yeah. I meant to text you and be like, oh, hey, looks like this. he moved years ago. In case you're wondering why. I don't even know what his name was. But uh-huh. sometimes patients just move. He moved a long yeah. time ago. But uh, just going to say, everything holding up great. You had a combination of gold and some zirconia, even some Emacs. It was beautiful. Huh. So. Wow. Interesting. Wow. I, I had no idea. But but I've been surprised that on the durability of a lot of the materials out there. So Oh, sure. So I, I think it's overrated to go for the gold. I think Strep and Brum have some great stuff that they share on Facebook. And the gold is going on 40 years. Looks fantastic. I'm not knocking gold. So don't get me wrong. No, it's, but if it's this tried is to is great, but sometimes do but, have to go gold. Exactly. This person's concerned about cost. There's ex- concerned about durability and things. Shit. Z250. That shit lasts forever. Right. So uh, what cement is best nowadays for inlay cementation? Do you have an opinion? Yeah. You know, lately, for, especially I if don't. it's gold or something, I've gone with just <laughs> resin modified glass sure. on them or something along those lines. Yeah. 
I, I honestly, I, I think at this point, it, the fact this person's online asking for advice kind of makes me wonder, do you not trust the opinion of the person providing the service? Because right. you really need you really need to trust that they're going to give the the best for you. So I would hope my patients don't question my materials and cements and methods that they know that I'm doing the best that I think I can do. And I hope that they know that I'm not, not a bad dentist. So just trust me and it goes back to that. I mean, uh, I was actually, uh, Canyon city, 45 minutes Mm -hmm. Southwest of Colorado Springs Mm-hmm. Guy came in. He goes, "Hey, when you replace fillings, or even if you place fillings, do you do you go every other tooth, or will you go teeth side by side?" Kind of an odd question. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I even did a board exam. Uh, it was the Western Regional Board. It was two fillings side by side. Well, my dentist he believes in in a concept where you can't do that. Like, I've <laughs> never heard of that. What the hell are you talking about? Uh, Hal, not Hal Higgins. Al Huggins. Huggins. I'm oh, gonna say Al Holbrook, but I'm like, no, no, that, that that's an actor. <laughs> uh, I'm like, I wanted to be like, what the oh, fuck God. are you talking about? But apparently, Huggins, yeah. he's like, no, and he's like, if you're gonna, and actually, he told me if you, the fact you've proposed doing like, it was like 19 do, 18 uh-huh. mo, you uh-huh. don't believe in this concept. Uh, adjacent teeth, one's positively, like one will be negatively charged, the adjacent one will be uh, positively charged. You have to oh, go God. every other one. Like, fuck huh. you. Yeah, you know, I think it is like I need someone who's been an understudy of how Huggins, you said? Yeah, he's in Mexico. Oh, no, he's dead now. So. Oh, well, tough shit. Or maybe, and like, so I was like, well, yeah, yeah, I think maybe you need, to, you need to go find someone that's learned from that guy. And in the meantime, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> so. Uh, Jesus. You'll learn not to not be uh, surprised, uh. even though I'm surprised pretty much every day. <laughs> weren't you the one that Fuck. told me that he would tell people like hey i'm gonna replace your amalgams and even though your legs have never worked throw your crutches away because you're gonna walk out of here yeah yeah that's the dude and he would he would replace their shit in a barometric chamber to help with the whole vapors of amalgams and removals and shit he he was absolutely i'm i'm glad that fucker had to run off to mexico because he made every dentist look bad He's he's a fucking piece of shit, and so the the fact that all the people on Netflix that had on that root cause oh, Jesus. documentary, that yeah. yeah, they all those people worship at the altar of Hal Huggins. They're they're fucking pieces of shit, and and need need to be pithed in their fucking frontal lobes. I agree, so, man. You know when yeah. someone comes in and they ask me, I want my amalgams removed. Can you promise me X Y Z? The only thing I can promise them is that I can mm-hmm. put a new restoration in. Yeah, um, I promise. Okay, it. It, it, it looks silver and and gray. I can make it look white. Yep, that's it. Everything else is just coincidental. You want your MS Whatever. cured? You you want your blindness cured? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, can't. go fuck yourself, you piece of shit. <laughs> and again, I'm sure you've either said that or they got a holiday card. Yeah. I'm like, oh, look, Dr. Timmerman sent me a holiday card. You open it up, <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you still your last day practicing dentistry? Are you going to even more so say the things that you're thinking? My last day, I will say every fucking thing that comes through my brain. And, and even chart it. Who cares? Mrs. Jones was a total bitch. I hope she rots I, in hell. Oh, by the I way, did 19 do might, <laughs> You might want to just sit in the corner and watch <laughs> because it'll be a glorious thing. Yes. I, I look forward to that day. <laughs> All I know is though that day is not tomorrow. So <laughs> this is um, true. So we got to keep up the the bullshit <laughs> in the fake meantime. It. Yep, fake it till you make it. Fake it till you make it. Well, anyway, I think we've probably wasted everybody's probably, time. Way, probably, way more than they wanted. So uh, we'll we'll end it there. Okay. Um, hey, uh, so what's that shit that uh, Josh says? Well, one usually ask me uh, where can they find me. Oh yeah, where can they find me? Well, funny you should ask oh, that. Oh okay. wait, find you. I don't know. No, I don't care. You're the asshole that took drtimmerman.com. I have to be drtimmermandds.com. Yeah, because DDS sucks. DMD all the way, dude. <laughs> actually, it does make a little more sense, but it does. <laughs> uh, actually, I did start, or at least attempt to start, a new podcast, uh, The Midnight Club. 
Oh, that's right. Of yeah. endurance running. Uh, you know, I've even had a chance to talk to uh, Mac Jones. Sweet. And I, I created it because Erin Elliott, I, I thought, would mm-hmm. be very excited because if there's anything that she doesn't love more than people that talk about being gluten-free mm-hmm. or the fact that they adopted a rescue dog, uh-huh. it's anybody that has done any kind of endurance race. So, um, yeah, actually, wow. I do. What, 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 actually, what's really funny is she claims she doesn't like to work, at least work out or run or anything. But Tom, sure. her husband, he's actually done a lot of triathlons. So I kind of wanted to interview the two. So of it's them. a love hate relationship. I, I, that's I, well, if you see any of their postings as far as how they prank each other, uh-huh. actually, it's hilarious. It's awesome. Yeah, it is. Um, but oh, uh, the podcast is the Midnight Club. There's another one that uh, I'm not joking on this. It's a alternative lifestyle murder mystery based in Canada. So Jesus. it's not that one. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and they also, you can find us on both Instagram, my midnight club and Facebook, my midnight club. Um, and wow, uh, Jesus Christ, I, I lost interest like 10 minutes ago. I think you lost so, interest when we started talking. So <laughs> anywho, you can find me there or you can, okay. um, you can call me, you know? Okay. I won't. Well, yeah, this is true. <laughs> or yeah. you can text me. All right. But, so, uh, songs. Uh, yeah, so we also want people to rate and review us. Oh, yes. Uh, or or don't. I don't really honestly I don't Not based on this episode, so, I hope. Yeah, this is not the episode this is to not base it, it this from. Is, this doesn't count. So yeah. So wait, flick a bean. Um <laughs> give me five. And then uh <laughs> flick them through the pod bean. Or flick a bean oh, while you're flicking through the pod bean. Or or a pod bean. I don't care. So um all right, so this this is my turn to choose a song. Um are you familiar with the band Bayo? Bayo, like Scott. I was Bayo? gonna say like like Charles in Charge, right? But it's not Scott; it's his cousin. No shit. Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember the dude's first name, but is the name the band name? It's really just him. Is named Bayo. Okay. So, uh, back in 2015, he put out an album called The Names, and on the that is the song number three is Sister of Pearl. Sister of so Pearl. Okay. I've chosen. Sister Not Mother of Pearl. of Pearl, but Sister of Pearl. No, fuck Mother of Pearl. Sister of Pearl. Okay. Pearl necklace? Of course. <laughs> so, first, Clinton Timmerman, I am Lance Timmerman. Peace. Stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs>